Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to Denver Hoops and Dreams. Jack, don't worry about it. I won't tell everybody that you were not in front of your computer while we were about to start. It's all good. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Uh, uh, this is, this is the one YouTube video we have. I swear. Uh, Happy I swear. Friday, everybody. No, you're all good, man. You're all good. Happy we're not. We're, we're not. We're not live right now, but we will be <laughs> obviously going live again next week. Um, you know, once once Nelson gets back, um, we'll go live directly to YouTube this time around. So this will be a pretty interesting thing. But like I said, this is another episode of Denver Hoops and Dreams. Welcome back, boys. And obviously the coolest part about this one here, we do have the squad back in the building. Jack That's is right. not Jack is not somewhere traveling the world. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Nelson, Nelson is always doing his thing and telling us the, the different weather that we don't get the, the weather and patterns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, we had snow here a couple of days ago and my car got dumped on with that. And you, know, <laughs> you were talking about, obviously, the sunshine. But of course, I know you got your own stuff with like earthquakes and all that. So I guess it's kind of, you t- you know, you, you, you take what you can get. Right. I heard somebody today say that uh, Denver was going to have 80 degree weather tomorrow. Yeah, they, they, I did. I did see like high seventies. Yeah, high, like that's really crazy. Mm-hmm. One thing that's I hate crazy. more than Sixers fans is hot weather. So I don't oh gosh, oh, oh gosh. wow. <laughs> I hope Connor's ears are covered. Except for Connor. Connor should know by now. I, cool, I mentioned dude. how much I like him. He should know by now. That listen, is man. I'll tell you all. I know we got love for Connor. Yeah, listen, man. Connor. Connor is 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 definitely one of a kind. Like. Connor is he, he actually tries to help me keep perspective and remain optimistic about the he, yeah me too. <laughs> it's like like when I'm having my moments where I'm like, man, I don't even want to talk about this MVP stuff. Jokic already lost it. I don't care. Connor is on the tweet, like, yo, don't worry about it. You know, he there's still a chance that he can win. And like, I'm like, why are you telling me this? <laughs> yeah. Nah, Connor, Connor that the ship best. has sailed, but yeah. No, no, it, it, it's over with. But 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 it's just it's just cool to see that, you know. Connor is one of the, the 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 more respectful 
Sixers fans. No, he's a good guy. That, yeah, that for we, sure. Uh, that we know. But back to the intro, because I know, you know, we I didn't get to finish my intro because I, I started to go in another direction. So to I apologize deviate. for that. Yeah. You know, it's all good. <laughs> um, but guys, like I said, before, you know, before we really start talking about the Nuggets in detail, recapping games and obviously talking about the upcoming playoff series that the Nuggets will be a part of. I do want to make sure that we find out how the guys are doing here. Jack, since you... Um, you know, have been away for quite some, I'm just kidding. Um, no, you just weren't there for just for the last episode. And, and how are you doing, man? You know how we, we, we don't know how you've been. What's, what's been going on in your world? You know, busy, busy. I really did miss this. It just schedules didn't line up for the past couple of weeks, but, uh, you know, always happy to be back to this. I, I wish, uh, you know, I wish this was my full-time job because I would prioritize this over everything. But, uh, you know, Dude, life happens, but super happy to be here. Always love talking to both of you. Always get a, always in a great mood after these. So really happy to be back. Very cool. Very cool. Nelson, talk to us, man. You, yeah, I, know, man. I know you said long day, so I know. Yeah, it was a on. long work day for me. I had a lot of stressful stuff go on. So this is a good way to kind of turn the corner on that. Um yeah. Tomorrow, me and the fam head to uh, La La Land. Uh, we're going to L.A. to Santa Monica to, to get away from the the rat race in uh, the Bay Area. And mm-hmm. we're going to go to the rat race in the yeah. L.A. area. <laughs> yeah. um, but at least we, we will, um, you know, get away, kind of recharge the batteries. Yeah. Get to spend some good family time together and... Um, Go to Disneyland. Cool. I'm going in June. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I'll be in. Uh, I'll be in Trinidad in July. Oh wow! So I'm excited. Oh nice. Yeah. Nice. First time. First time in 13 years. I'm going back home. Oh wow! Oh very cool. 13 years. Yeah. Are you man. taking the so, family? Yeah. Well, it's just it's just me and my daughter. Oh, me and my yeah. daughter. She's so this is the first time that she's ever getting a chance to go to the Caribbean. So. Oh, that's cool. awesome. Yeah. It's just I, I'm. I was trying to plan it like right for her birthday, but. There's another birthday I got to be here for at the end of June. Another situation. But, um, yeah, I, uh, I'm i excited, man. So it sounds like we all got some things that we about to do. So Yes, that's, that's, that's cool. That's really, really cool. Really cool. But, guys, listen, man. Obviously, you know, just diving back into the Nuggets, right? Um, we are, what, a week and a half away from the playoffs, right? The play-in starts on Tuesday, I believe. Wow. And um, not n- nothing is really set in stone as of yet. There's, like, there's games on right now. I have the Lakers and Suns game on right now, the last game on the slate. And um, the Mavericks were officially eliminated, right? Mm-hmm. They were. They were. And we will, we will talk about that because I That's did have crazy. a question about Luca, which, Jack, you and I, we were t- supposed to talk about this. A while ago, but I kept it in the I kept it in the my guy. My guy. It's still it's still here. So we're gonna Thank see you. we're gonna see how you know how you feel about that right now based on what we saw tonight and how the Mavericks have been. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Um but yeah, listen guys, the Nuggets played the Phoenix Suns for I want to say the second time in like about four days, five days, something like that, um last night, and no starters were playing for the Denver Nuggets, right? What 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 stood out in that game to you guys? Because I know what stood out for me personally. I am starting to really appreciate DeAndre Jordan. There's 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 something there's something about his game 
that I'm just starting to appreciate. Now, I might just be saying that because of what I saw last night in particular. Cool. I'm, I might be just in the moment. But there was just something about his game last night that just was like, you know, I, this wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I saw hustle. I saw him, like, catching those alley-oops. Like, everybody was finding him. Um, I believe he had a double double last night, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Yep, yep. Um, and there were just some things that he was doing, like even even his like pick and roll defense and just cutting, and it was really cool to see that from somebody that's not Jokic, right? Like just seeing at least some decent big play. Um, and of course, for me, I mean, I, I, I'm sure we'll talk about Peyton Watson and Christian Brown and those guys, but I have to give my props to Reggie Jackson. Right. I like as much because I've been one of those people, man, I have not been impressed with him at all. Ever since he came to Denver, he has not been impressive to me in any way, shape or form. But the first game against the Suns, he played decent, but I feel like he played even better last night. There were moments where it's like the shot clock is down to two seconds and Reggie Jackson with the step back shot and it's just all net and he's hitting threes. And I was like, hey, Reggie, this is what we wanted. This is what we were looking for. And it did kind of give me personally just, uh, you know, it, it made me a little bit more optimistic, right? In a situation where obviously we don't want this to happen, but in a case where um, we don't know the severity of Jamal Murray's injury, right? Like right before he, um, you know, obviously that, that that game the other night where he only played like nine minutes. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard much about that ever since. Obviously, if you guys did, please obviously let me know. Yeah. But I haven't really heard much about his status um, as of yet. And I know there's still some quite some time before the playoffs start. So I, I don't have any reason to believe that he won't be available. But what I did see was if for some reason, some reason he had he wasn't playing in like maybe game one or whatever that looks like. I saw some signs last night that made me feel like the Nuggets could still find a way regardless of who they are playing. Now, Nelson. Um, I want to start off with you here. What were your thoughts watching all the rookies, the bench guys, the role players um, play last night against um, against the Phoenix Suns? And and I will say this. I did see um, Chris Marlowe saw my tweet last night about the game where I was like, I, I'm glad to see that the, the bench unit is starting to get um, some spot play, you know, so just in case, you know, going into the playoffs. So I thought he saw that and he had liked that. Um but Nelson, I just wanted to see like what your thoughts were on just what you saw from those bench guys last night against the Suns. Man, I had so many thoughts going through my head when you were talking. Um, <laughs> I really did. Um, yeah. So many things like the DeAndre Jordan thing. Like I think there were times that um, we all thought that he was really effective yeah. in the beginning part of the season, and then he would have a major clunker game Mm -hmm. or a major couple of games where we were just like man this is this can't work this way and then zeke would come in and play well and then you were like okay zeke's gonna play well and then you know we got thomas bryant and you know he's relegated to not even playing which just blows my mind um i just question again uh, Mike Malone, even though I, I applaud, first of all, the comments after the game, um, where they lost to Houston and he called his players soft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that message is getting really old personally. Like, I think it's stale. 
where he goes out and throws his team under the bus. And I just think, you know what? Um, tell your team that they're soft. You don't go out and, you know, pretend that this is basically um, an affront to your great coaching. Go tell the team that fine, but don't come out to the media and say, hey, I just said my team was soft. If my coach did that to me, I would be livid. And yeah. it's not the first time that he's done that. So to me, like, but then you have to you have to think that there was some motivation there and they actually played really well. But then I'm going to go back to what you said about Reggie Jackson. And we can name some other players like mm-hmm. JaVale McGee or right. other players that have come into our system and somehow they just don't fit in. Yeah. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Nelson might have uh, lost a little internet or or something just happened. Um, But I do agree with um, what he was saying about JaVale McGee and guys like that just kind of stepping in. And I mean, just coming from other teams, right? But of course, JaVale McGee played for the Nuggets twice. You know, yeah. and and originally, man, I was a huge fan, yeah. huge fan. Like just the way that he would block shots, albeit a lot of those were goaltends, but uh, it was just interesting to watch him play in a Nuggets uniform. It's because that that seven footer, but he's athletic and he can jump and catch the ball in mid air. Man, he had some some blocks that were just so disrespectful. Like even back to his like uh Washington Wizards days with like it was him and like John Wall um it was cool man it was just cool seeing a, like a, a legitimate shot blocker on the nuggets not named birdman you know yeah, cuz chris, yeah. chris anderson was was something else man and yeah. it's just man it's just so fun for me to think back to like just those nuggets days i know we're kind of sidetracking here but of course um we are waiting to get nelson back here um but I used, to, I used to enjoy, man, just watching, like, Chris Birdman, Anderson. Oh, yeah. um, just block. I remember there was just one game in particular when the, when the Nuggets played the Portland Trailblazers. And he blocked the shot so far out of bounds. And then, like, he just, like, he swiped, like, he slicked his hair back oh, after the block. Listen, yeah. when I tell you, it was, it was so smooth. Like, it yeah. was so smooth. The way he did it, because like it, the block was so disgusting. But then he just he just like looked down and was like, "Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it was oh man, oh my gosh!" It was it's so funny to think back on um, just those those Nuggets moments. Do you have like a particular Nugget moment that you that you remember? Um, not really. I mean, like from those days, no. I think I was a little bit too young to like right, really right, right. cherish those moments. But it is funny though, even with uh, with Birdman to see him physically have that Dennis Rodman transformation while he was on the Nuggets. I thought yeah. that was pretty funny to see, just based on you know you mm-hmm. know personal. Uh, now he he sure did. He sure because he, he came in as this you know this little 
kind of this little, yeah. preppy, this little preppy guy, you know, exactly. preppy guy, real clean and everything. And all of a sudden, he got around like J.R. Smith and them boys. Yeah. And all of a sudden, boom, Chris Anderson turned into this fully tatted, yeah. just all types of stuff. You the know? mohawk, everything. But he was he was so cool, man. Chris Anderson was definitely one of my favorite um, Nuggets players like while he was on the team. Nelson, we see you back in Hi. the building. Hi, got the man back. Did you miss me? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah we, you know, we, 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 we had to make it real smooth while you were gone. We were talking right. about Chris Anderson and JaVale McGee, you know, like you yeah. brought up. <laughs> but it's never yeah. the same. <laughs> but I just wanted to finish my point. Sorry that I had a little internet issue, but no, I didn't. just think that I just kind of question Malone and like whether or not how he, how he can bring in these players. And, and to, it just seems to me like, he has misused maybe Reggie Jackson in particular. And um, and then the, one of the other things that I said um, or was thinking again, like I said, I had many thoughts was what, what do you do with KCP? Right. Because, mm, yeah, because if you're so cemented in having KCP be your starter right now, like what does that say to your team also? Like the guy's not playing well. Yeah. So like you're going to live and die by KCP. Like why? What what do you owe KCP? Nothing. Yeah. He's a, he's a a secondary player in the starting five. He's a good defender and if he Uh-oh. Uh-oh, did we lose Nelson again? <laughs> he makes good points though. No, no, for sure, for sure, for yeah. sure. I was actually thinking about that yesterday too, just watching the game. And um, I mean, obviously, you know, when the Nuggets didn't play with any starters, right? Yeah. We saw what Bruce Brown did. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that a career high? Like, he dropped 31. Yeah. And he was, Bruce Brown was out there balling. Like, most in the game, too. He, mm-hmm. he outscored KD as well. Yeah. Bruce Brown, Bruce Brown played really, really well last night. And, and I'll tell you, I feel the same way of like Nelson. Like, yeah. Yes. KCP, he, he was. He's had some good moments for it, the Nuggets, yeah. clearly, right? Of course, you know, we were we were there parading and campaigning for him to be in the all-star break, you know, with the three-point contest and everything. Sure. And um it's just been interesting ever since that moment where it just feels like he's just kind of fell off, you know, and 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 yes, he's really good defensively in spots. Yeah, right. Because I'll tell you. It's it has not been as as consistent as as advertised. Yeah, it really hasn't. Like I'm watching him, it's like, dude, why is he running right past you with no problem? Yeah, you know. And there's just something about Bruce Brown, man. I Bruce Brown, Peyton Watson, and I'll tell you, even Christian Brown. Yeah, oh yeah. I, here's the thing with KCP, excellent player, whatever he, but he needs to be able to space the floor for the Nuggets. If you're not playing yeah. defense and hitting threes, then why are you in the starting lineup? yeah why yeah you know um dude i would not be surprised if at some point very soon kcp is no longer in the starting lineup yeah i mean totally agree it's just it it sucks because it really is that fine line between if they start playing bad do you bench him because then that screws up their mojo even more but then at the same time if, if they're not producing like why why are they there? Like Correct. as your starter. So and I mean I think the issue is too is that we were we were crapping on Bruce Brown a couple for a good 
Yeah, like, he's playing bad for the same issue. Yeah. For the exact same issue. So it's like, is KCP going to pull it up or is he going to, you know, stay as stagnant as he is? It's, it's really tough because of how inconsistent he's playing right now. So, you know, I, now that Nelson's back, I want him to finish his point on KCP, but it's just, it really is kind of an anomaly right now. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know what to say about it. I think actually, Jack, you bring in some um, good points and I think, um, you're you're coming at it from a standpoint of um, the practical art answer, and I'm coming from it from maybe more of an emotional standpoint. Um, I just wonder, who would you rather have in the starting lineup right now, Christian Brown or KCP? Yeah, no. I mean, who who would you rather have in the lineup right now, Bruce Brown or KCP? I mean, yeah. I think Bruce Brown – is such an effective guy off the bench just that you need him there. Yeah. And maybe the same thing for Christian Brown, but maybe it's time to mix it up, you know, start Christian Brown and see KCP off the bench. Yeah. Um, Because at least he's bringing something different to the table than just a three point shooter. True. He's grabbing rebounds. He's a good defender. He's, you know, he's good in transition. I mean, all of those things. I just, I hope it's not the mindset of KCP's been our starter the whole year. I'm not going to abandon him. I'm not going to, this is not about KCP. This is about a championship run. Mm -hmm. And so that's my point and kind of, but again, I'm not, I'm just not a big Mike Malone fan, to be honest with you. And I don't think any of us are. No, really, honestly, just, not, none, none of us are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of getting old and stale. And if he doesn't, I think if he doesn't get them to a championship, I think it's time for a change personally. And I know that he is. I agree. I think he is liked in the in the locker room still, but I think that in general terms, his substitution patterns and the things that he does with personnel, to me, and then defensively, he brings in this guy Flip Sanders. Who's done nothing on to bring their defensive uh, acumen to oh, a uh, higher Ryan, level? Ryan, Sand- Ryan, Ryan oh, Sanders. Flip is his father. Yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. Ryan Sand, and I've ripped on him all year, but um, and I think I've I think I've butchered his name every time as well. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the guy's it. been the guy. If he's our defensive guru, then then we're in sad shape because obviously defense has not been our calling card at yeah. this point. So right. yeah. Yeah. Now, now hopefully my internet connection will stay live for us the rest <laughs> of the way. I apologize. Yeah. No, you're all no, good. I mean, I agree, Nelson. I, I think to your point to kind of also just mention Malone, I mean, everything you said is spot on 100% agree with you. I think it's tough because you really see like he is one of those coaches, unfortunately, that, doesn't play to his player's strengths. He plays to his scheme that he's confident in and he doesn't alter it. And those are always the coaches that don't bring a championship in because they're just so stubborn. And I think that's why we see KCP stay in the lineup. I think that's why we see him continually sitting Thomas Bryant. Um, So, and with that, I'll kind of uh, move us back into our recap because that was kind of my big shock. And I mean, it's been a big shock for a couple of weeks, but I haven't been on, but you know, just that lack of faith in Thomas Bryant has been so weird. I, I granted he hasn't played crazy when he's been like in, but it, just the fact that it's like, I've seen, we've seen a lot worse players get a lot we more have. time. We have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Malone's given up on him. Completely exactly. And totally. 
And it's so weird because, like, to your point, Nelson, about how, like, is is Reggie uh, Jackson a good – or I think maybe Jeremy, but it was Reggie Jackson a good fit. Like, sometimes they could have been a good fit, but Malone kind of just ruined that relationship to where it's, it's looking like it's not going to be a good fit. But who knows if it was coaching that was the reason it's not a good fit. So – I don't know. The game, though, loved. I mean, I love seeing that team. The f- people, it's it's so funny because a couple of things was one. I love the fact that people kind of forget that the Suns had all starters in until the last four minutes of the game. That's right. That's right. Like that's mm-hmm. the against. And when they say Denver bringing their backups, not one single starter played. So it's like you know that just kind of sh- that gives me a lot more confidence because the, it's supposed to be the big bad Suns. And Denver's two and zero with the, against them when they're playing their starters. So, and excuse me, and one of them was a thirty point win. So, granted, KD wasn't on that team, but I mean that's another thing for me too with KD. I don't know; it's a very mini rant, but to, to say that he's undefeated, which he is, so not going to take that away from him. The man has played ten games since January fourth. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's undefeated. He's also played ten games in a month and a half. So. Yeah, I just I hate when they're height like really inflating his ego. Yeah, there's no there's no context when no. they when they put those stats out there. I'm seeing I'm seeing exactly what you see for sure. You know what was crazy to me, and I um, this is literally one of my most hated, and I don't want to say hate because that's a horrible word. Most disliked players is Chris Paul. I think he's the biggest punk on the basketball court in the NBA. And I know that's strong, but it's a strong take. But I just don't like him. And I think he he does stuff that really bothers me. But he was on fire. He last would night. not miss from three. And career I was high. just like, who that was is a this career guy? high? Career like, high who point. is this guy? Like, what the heck? You haven't scored all year, and now you're you're what seven making seven three pointers? Yeah. Like, that was insane. They they did not miss a lot of shots. It felt like, and then the Nuggets, I they're gonna fade at any moment during that game, and they kept. They kept responding, right? They kept every time the Suns would go up, the Nuggets would respond. And I I was I actually go back to Malone again. Like, yeah. so these are players that are really good players, actually, in their own right. They're not getting minutes. And but when they do, they show that they are true professionals. Yeah. That includes is Smith and yeah. Andre and DeAndre Jordan. And, you know, Jeff Green gets his minutes, but obviously Reggie and, you know, I thought they all really had amazing games. And and Bruce Brown has responded, and mm-hmm. thank goodness, because he was stinking it up also, but he's really come back into form and looked like the Bruce Brown we really love to, to watch. The one thing I'll say this is, and this is my last because I know I'm hogging it up here, is uh, – is his uh, his little floater is literally the worst floater in the history of basketball, <laughs> and um, I worse than Aaron he, Gordon. He missed. He missed. Well, <laughs> he, Aaron Gordon doesn't take as many as right, 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 does. right. Gotcha. Okay. But, but uh, I'm just like, dude, stop! Like, <laughs> made one like a week ago from the free throw line. That should tell you that that shot needs to go away. And, yeah. uh, otherwise, he's just been fan- fantastic the whole year. So. Agreed. 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 Yeah, I mean, great. I would. I would just one more point to to kind of wrap up the Suns game. I would, unless Jeremy, you have anything else. But no, you're uh, good. 
Yeah, I, I would just say, like, I mean, Nelson, I really liked how you talked about DeAndre Jordan. I think for him, too, it's it, – I think, you know, he, he has that really positive locker room presence. And I honestly, I think sometimes it just trickles into the game and he plays well because, you know, he's not that 20-year-old self or 21-year-old with all that – all those uh, lob city years. But uh, Right, right. You know, I, I just think sometimes he kind of brings energy. But 100% agree with your point, Nelson, in the fact that – it, it, I mean, it's got to be Malone. How are all these guys playing so well, but none of them see time when it's when it's matters? And granted, they they need certain people for certain situations, but like clearly, all of these guys, Peyton Watson, and I know we didn't talk about him as much, but like he had an off game. If he's an up and coming guy, like of course he's not going to make. He's no one. No one's playing as as well as um uh, uh the the what is it the Magic guy? I forgot his last name, but um. But, uh, you know, like, rookies aren't always like that. But, you know, it's just weird because all of these guys clearly have something to give to the team, but they just aren't given the opportunities as some others are. And, of course, like I said, sometimes that's warranted. But, like, a guy like a Thomas Bryant, I just really feel for him right now because I don't think he's – some guys take longer to mesh and like even just going to like even just any person in any company like you're some people aren't always a perfect fit right away and he may never be but unfortunately it seems like we're not ever going to even know because you know malone's pulling the rug out on these guys so quickly so yeah and i guarantee you and we all know this thomas bryant's going to go to another team next year he's going to ball out and he's going to ball out he's yeah he's definitely going to play well for sure because he has he has the potential we see it Yeah. Yeah. see it yeah He's he's uh he's a really good player actually. It's just you know like like you guys have been saying it's sometimes it really is the your scheme and just your opportunity, right? Because I'll tell you I know the reason why obviously with Thomas Bryant like it's not it's it's really not his lack of skill. It's not because we know he's skilled, right? He does have an issue with um with body language. I will tell you that his body language screams through the TV. Like when he goes out there and, and he doesn't get the ball, he doesn't get the ball passed to him in the paint. Like he, he shrugs his shoulders. He puts his head down and like, you can actually, I can physically see this happening. And maybe that's just not something that's going over well with the coaches. I don't know what conversations they have, you know, that we can't see or we can't hear, but I know just from myself as a fan, just watching the game, his body language does kind of make me say like, dude, like, stay engaged keep your head up do this type of stuff but he he lets it affect him a lot and you can see it like you can actually see it on the court so hit him and deandre jordan their their demeanor and their personalities are are night and day night and day like deandre jordan you could sit him on the bench for 75 games straight but in game 76 he's gonna go out there and smile he's gonna go out there and be happy just for the opportunity um but of course, I mean, right now, obviously, he's in a different position in his career, right? This is not, like you mentioned, this is not DeAndre Jordan of the Lob City days. So we don't know if that DeAndre Jordan, if he got benched back then, how his body language would have been. So, of course, there's just different perspectives, right? But Thomas Bryant is extremely talented. We saw what he, like, glimpses of what he can do in L.A. And it's just interesting that the reason he wanted out of L.A. was because backing up Anthony Davis and he wasn't getting enough playing time. And now that he came to Denver, he's not getting playing time at all. Yeah. So it's like it's just it's just all bad for him. Um, but I think we all agree that Michael Malone does not do the best job with managing the people, right? 
he has a he has a good team around him, and I think that helps his case as a coach. It's like, okay, look, you have a, a player who is a two time MVP, and you got you know the best record in the West, and you have all these different things going for you, right? You have the bubble situation with the three one comebacks, and so so there these are things that they'll always point to to say, well, it's, it was Michael Malone. Then at a time, the Nuggets wins just kept going up every single year gradually. So they're like, okay, well that's got to be Mike Malone. So they're they're using these different things, but we can see his in-game adjustments are probably the worst that I've seen. The worst. He's just been blessed over the past couple seasons um, with good teams. Of course, you had injuries to Murray and MPJ, things like that. But I truly believe that, man, if the Nuggets don't, and I think we all agree on this, if the Nuggets don't do much in the playoffs this year, like let's just say, and we spoke about it before. If for some reason this Nuggets team loses in the first round, <laughs> Michael Malone better be gone the second that clock hits zero. <laughs> no lie. Like if if like yeah. by the time it hits zero, I want to hear that the Nuggets are already searching for a new coach. That's all I want to hear. Because yeah. maybe the Nuggets are just in a position where they just need a new voice. They just need some new schemes because Calvin Booth looks like he he knows what he wants to build this team like, right? He has he wants the lengthy guards and and forwards who can hit the three, who can hustle, who can slash. He has it's an archetype in his mind that he wants to build and put around Nikola Jokic, right? So because we see it with Peyton Watson, even with Christian Brown, even with Bruce Brown. I mean, and of course, you know, KCP as well, as long as he can start hitting threes again. But um we just the nuggets the nuggets have to figure that that part out but i guess this playoff this playoff run right here will tell us everything we need to know because sure. yes if if the nuggets underperform in the playoffs it is time for a new voice and that's just yeah. the way i see it can i can i just add this too like um the other thing i want to talk about with malone is player development mm-hmm. like we've talked about this before but like, how about giving up on Bol Bol too soon? Yep. How about giving up on how about how about giving up? And this is a hard one because I this I think the young player had something to do with this as well when he walked off the court. But what about Bo- Bones Highland? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know we so well. So we got Thomas Bryant and Reggie Jackson for Bones Highland essentially, right? And. That's a that's a loss for the Nuggets. You just gave up a young, talented player yeah. for two guys who won't be on your roster next year. And the idea was that those two guys were going to contribute to a playoff run. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're not getting that. So that's a total failure yeah. on the the Nuggets um, for that. And again, that was a you know not a situation that they could live with. And I get that, but you you threw away a really fine young talent. And again, he had his issues um, being mature, no doubt about it. But you gave that away. You gave Bull Bull away. And then I even saw like Tory. How about Tory Craig last night or the other well, night? I'm watching him right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's everything that we want. He's a um, a guy who can th- hit a three point. He's a Calvin play. Booth guy. He, he absolutely defense, is. Yes, you know, he is. And he's a defender. He's a great defender. He's a good on ball defender. So you give up that piece and those other pieces. Now maybe the Corey, uh, Corey, Tory Craig thing was a money thing. I don't know at that time, but um, boy, wouldn't you like to have him on this team? You know, it and would fit perfectly with what the Nuggets are building. What they right want, now. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, um, so I just think 
uh, it's just not been a good run from that perspective. And it's disappointing that we've given up those young guys who are really quite talented young players and they're well, no longer in the organization. I was going to say Jared Vanderbilt, Malik. B. Jared, that's right. Jared Vanderbilt is, is he has made, he has made such an imprint on the, on like an impact on this Laker team defensively. Oh, sure. Like I saw him hitting threes the other night. Like he's obviously excellent on the rebounding, like on the boards, especially on the offensive side. Dude, he is. I mean, Laker fans love him. I mean, don't get oh, me wrong; yeah. they had a couple of bad games there, and you know, our Lakers fans are right. Immediately, they'll throw him under the bus with no right. problem. But, right. but regardless, they've been a better team since that trade. Yeah, they've been a better team since letting Westbrook go. And I mean, not, not obviously not against Russell Westbrook together. No, because yeah. that boy was balling, and Kawhi went crazy. But it, it, it's you guys make really good points. Like these are players that the Nuggets, like you, the way the Nuggets are being built right now, or at least what we're seeing being built around Jokic, around MPJ, around Murray, those are the types of players that you need. 6'7", the 6'8", 6'9", type wings who can switch defensively. Yeah. I think that is what the Nuggets um, are building towards at this moment. And, dude, you said it, Torrey Craig. Like, every time I watch yeah. the Nuggets play against Torrey Craig, I'm like, hey um, – he used to be a nugget and he is exactly what the nuggets can use right now. Yeah. You know, so maybe it was a money thing. I don't know what the situation was, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it is. And then I, I love, that. I love seeing Malone go up to these players after the fact, like he went up to Tory um, in that game after the game. I just wonder what the players think about Malone. Like, yeah. Um, like get away from me, you tool! Like I don't want to shake your hand. <laughs> you you took me away from my my favorite city, Denver, Colorado, yeah. because you had a beef or whatever. Like I don't know. Um, you know the, the thing of it is is that uh, we did not we the Nuggets did uh, do something they've never done in in franchise history, and that's be the number one seed. Yes, and so okay. we're ripping on them now, and it certainly doesn't feel great the way they're playing. <laughs> yeah, but right. that, but it, that is a great thing for this organization. Not what we want, but it's certainly a nice first step. Yeah. 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 I mean, to your point too, Nelson, and just kind of looking at the playoffs ahead, I just think that, you know, it's just – it is as somber as our time is right now and just like how bummed out we kind of are. I do think that, like it, I am like when I really start to think about the team as a whole and going to the playoffs, I'm starting to get excited again. I definitely am. I, I think okay. it's, you know, just kind of having that perspective of eh, it's not the awesome that they're sitting all these guys and, and, you know, for just, just our, just for, as a viewer right now, of course, we don't want to see that, but you know, if you really think about it, it's exciting. I mean, they're a good team and, and, you know, it's just, it's super, it's going to be real interesting. I know, I think we finally, with the Suns winning last night and then Memphis winning today, it looks like Sacramento's going to lose too. It does lock up those top four seeds. So it's, again, of course, I, I'm happy we're not a playing team because that's a battle right now for who's going where. But oh, yeah. Um, what yeah. do we got, Jeremy? What do we got on a score? Um, well, the, the that Lakers, game over. No, no, no. The the Suns, Suns and Lakers. It's sixty two to sixty one halftime. Phoenix is oh, up okay. by one. Mm -hmm. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting to see. What do you think the Nuggets sit their starters for the next two games for sure? Um, uh, 
you know what? Based on what I saw today, um, I saw that they were upgraded to questionable um, for the upcoming game. So I don't know if the Nuggets plan on maybe getting getting the the starters just some time over yeah. the next like the next two games, like maybe a, a half or something like that, just to. Yeah kind of just get them gelled and maybe they play more time in the final game against Sacramento. Right. Um, just so that there, there is some playing time going into the playoffs. Right. Um, because of course you can practice all you want, but none of that is going to duplicate like, like or duplicate, like actual in-game speed and in-game yeah. movement. And, and obviously with the injuries as of late or load management, as they like to say, um, maybe, that has certain players kind of rusty right now. I don't know, right? Yeah. So I would prefer if they at least get some minutes together right before the playoffs start. And hopefully good health because I don't want to see nothing happen in that last game because, you know, I just watched um, – because I, I placed a, a bet with this Lakers and Suns game, and I had Bismack Biombo on my, my parlay, and he went knee-to-knee against – or into um, Anthony Davis – and he had now to be, he's out of the game. He had to be helped off the floor by two of his teammates. And I'm actually surprised that Anthony Davis yeah. was the one who left that little debacle. <laughs> right. Considering his history. So, yeah. Yeah, man. But I'm looking forward to see what the Nuggets can do in the playoffs this 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 season, guys. And if they go into it healthy, I mean, I, I you know, I've been saying this from the start. I believe this nugget this Nuggets team can win it all. It all depends on who are we going to see? Yeah. Which version of the Nuggets team are we going to see? Are we going to see the Nuggets team who put their heads down and they're like, you know what? See that situation that happened in the bubble? How about we don't go down 3-1, yeah. right? Like, How about yeah. we, we actually start off and we go up 3-1? How about that? I think that would be something that I would love to see personally. Hey, Jeremy, let me ask you a question. And Jack, too, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being highly confident, one being not very confident and the situation we've been in for the last month or so. Yeah. Where is your confidence level with this team as we go into the playoffs? Uh, one to 10, like I said, uh, um, where, where do you, where do you think that fits in right now with, with the way they're playing? I would say for me, I'm at about a seven right now, right? I'm at, I'm at a seven and here's why it would be higher if, if I knew for a fact Jamal Murray's injury wasn't anything serious, like I need, I need to know that. Right. But I haven't heard much about that. Uh, maybe that's a good thing. I don't know, but, <laughs> but it is at a seven right now. It, it, it was actually lower. I'll be honest with you guys. It was actually lower than a seven until I saw Bruce Brown and Peyton Watson and Christian Brown and those guys get more time because it made me feel like, okay, maybe there is some depth to this team. Because yeah. maybe when Jokic is not on the floor, maybe that, you know, because we haven't, let's be real, the Nuggets have been terrible when Jokic hasn't been on the floor all oh, season. Yeah. If you think about it, when he's on the court, they're oh, a historically true. good Every team. <laughs> but when he's off the court, they are worse than your local church league. Like, it's bad, you yeah. know? So <laughs> it's, it's the local church league. It's, I love it's it. Bad, bad, bad. So. But we got a chance to at least see certain players in their element last night with no real pressure on them, just kind of playing basketball. And maybe that's what it was. Maybe the pressure was just off last night and we started to really see them. They were playing with house money because truth be told, if they had gotten blown out, it wouldn't have really affected them personally. It would just be like, all right, well, we played against a fully powered Suns team. 
Yeah. You know, so right, but right. but but what I saw was these players had heart. That is what we we've been lacking. We we we've been lacking seeing players that that have like that that heart that they refuse to die. And that is what I saw last night. Even regardless of of the circumstances or whatever, they still played. Bruce Brown showed me something. He he regained my confidence personally um, because even like he kept attacking them. He was attacking that that Suns team. He did not care. He was going at DeAndre Ayton. He didn't care that he was standing in the paint. He was going up there and, and you know maneuvering and getting up to the basket and you know Nelson obviously not not that that floater that he does because we all dislike that <laughs> oh so much. Um, but but he was aggressive, right? And I think because we oh, saw he was that, wonderful. Yeah, he played really really well. So I think my confidence is starting to get back up there. Mm-hmm. I think once I know. Um, one, the opponent who the Nuggets are playing, as well as two, Jamal Murray's status, then I will, I think I could get my confidence back up to like about an eight, eight and a half, um, depending on on who's ready by game one. But it's not a seven right now. Jack, what about you? Yeah, I would say 7.5. I I know it hasn't risen too much since our last, or the last one I did, I should say, of our confidence level. And I think that's because it did rise, funny enough, but then obviously it went back down based on yeah. having been playing recently. Um, I am a little, I am concerned about, I know we talked about this a little bit, I am concerned a little bit about their lack of cohesive playing time right before the playoffs. I do think my best guess is they play the starters as like as they're like getting ready for the playoffs against the Kings because – I bet the they I bet they're gonna have everybody stay in Denver against the Jazz tomorrow, and then or like the starters. And my guess is then they keep the starters healthy in Denver, play against the Kings at least, like you said, like maybe halftime. Honestly, I know I am nervous about injuries too. Of course, a full game would be preferred just so you can see like they can be ready, especially against a third seed team. I mean, I would like to see that, but again, I'd rather have them stay healthy. I don't know. It is tough just because of that you know, that resting, I think they're doing it too much now. I, I'm getting a little nervous at how much all the starters are resting. Um, can, like, And the fact that they're all resting at once too, I'm, I'm just, I'm. it's not making me, I'm a little nervous about how they're doing. But to Jeremy's point, the bench, very confident in that, or like it's rising, but like very confident yeah. as yeah. of recent. So yeah, I would say 7.5. I, I, you know, I hope to see the, like, I don't know. It's going to be tough. I, I, again, you really just have to see it to believe it at this point. But, yeah, how about you, Nelson? I, I think um, I'm six and a half or a seven right now, and it's mm-hmm. based on two players and two players only, and that is KCP and Aaron Gordon. Like, yeah. um, if they can't return to some semblance of what they were in the first half of the season, then I think we're going to be in some serious trouble personally. I don't know how you have the ability to just turn it off and on. And maybe I'm wrong about that, but just in the sense of how poorly they've played going down the stretch um, is, is alarming. It's just frankly alarming. You can't look at it with any other lens than to look at it from the standpoint that they're struggling. And so um, I did like the effort against uh, Phoenix, but the starters have to come in the defensively have to be really locked in. And um, Aaron Gordon has to figure out different ways to be effective besides missing three pointers and missing free throws. And 
and KCP has to do the same thing. They both have to somehow rise above what their playing status has been in the last three to four weeks and, and really turn it on. And I don't know if that's possible. So that's, that's my only question mark that end the bench still to me is a question mark. Um, so, you know, and I, I really do like Peyton Watson, but whether or not Malone even plays him, I don't yeah. know if that will happen. Um, I like him defensively, at least right now. Offensively, he did not play well against Phoenix, but I thought he did other things well. Um, and so I like the fact that he's getting some experience this year. So hopefully next year he's even better. I do like that part. But again, uh, confidence-wise, is I'm, I'm hopeful um, yeah, and praying that they do well. I, I, I don't think I want anything more badly than the Nuggets to win a championship. Yeah, I, um, I 100% agree. Especially I since it. I've been a fan since, you know, 1977 <laughs> right. or 78. So, I mean, it's been a long, long ride, the ebbs and flows of this franchise, the and the great times. This is hopefully – that a great time. I think, I think it will be interesting to see if they face the lake round. I think that would be their most challenging um, opponent. Yeah. Other than that, I think they would win their first round series. I think um, also exercising the Laker demon would be a major, you know, an amazing Confidence feat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as I said to Jeremy before, if you're the Nuggets, you really can't be afraid of any of these opponents. Like you, if your mindset is to win a, an NBA championship, you have to believe that uh, there's nobody um, up and down the schedule that's going to bother you and going to stop you from getting that ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because um, I, like I said, I'm, I'm watching the game right now. The Lakers are up by one um, because what what's happening right now, they have to win in order for them to keep pace to be able to at least get the sixth seed, right? Yeah. Because they are there right now. They're, they're in the eighth spot. Um, yeah. And it's more than likely the Lakers are going to end up in eighth more than likely. I what, and I know you, you had mentioned too, you wanted to talk about um, the good old Dallas Mavericks too. Did you, mm-hmm. did you want to um, speak to them a little bit and just yeah. kind of have yeah. your yeah. take Absolutely. on the Kyrie trade? Well, yeah. I mean, I think I think we all we all can can tell um, that that was not successful at all. That that trade, when I first heard about it, it didn't make a lot of sense to me, right? Yeah. Because if you know Luca, and we will talk about him in a second, but if you know Luca, he needs the ball, right? He needs he needs the ball. So if he's that type of player, that's a, he's a dynamic dynamic player. But he needs the ball all the time. But if you if you know Kyrie, <laughs> what is Kyrie? What is Kyrie known for? Ball handling, yeah, shot making, great. But he does a lot of this stuff off the dribble. You can't dribble the ball if you don't got it. <laughs> so if you if you need the ball and you got to dribble up and down and do all this type of stuff, but then your teammate is one of the highest usage players in the league. Yeah, how is that going to work? Like it just like I, it didn't make a lot of sense to me when I first heard about it, and I was like, okay. I mean, they are two superstar players individually, so I guess you can say maybe one of them sacrifices because if you think of the like the Miami Heat, right? Dwayne Wade was a superstar when LeBron yeah. got to Miami, and Le- Dwayne Wade was one of the, what maybe a top five scorer in the league. 
and LeBron was right there. And 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 but the thing is, LeBron's personality and stuff, he was able to sacrifice as well. You have to be able to sacrifice, and we know this as Nuggets fans. 2007, Carmelo, Allen Iverson, both players averaging 25, 26 plus points per game every single night. They both need the ball in their hands. They get to the playoffs, first round exit. Get to the playoffs, first round exit. It's it's because that that just you having to have the ball in your hands all the time can can only go so far. So obviously it is a major disappointment watching the Mavericks get to that point because I'm like, man, like I really I actually wanted to see the Nuggets play the Mavericks in the playoffs. Yeah. But now they are officially eliminated from the playoffs. The Oklahoma City Thunder made the play in in front of the Mavericks. Yeah. The Thunder. And and not this. I mean, Shea Gilgis is a beast. I love Josh Giddy. Definitely one of my favorite players to watch. Jalen Williams, definitely one of the, the most amazing rookies, man. Like if if Paolo didn't start off so hot yeah. to start off the season, Jalen Williams probably would be the rookie of the year. Um, yeah. so I like OKC, and of course, they you know, Chet Holgram and like all these guys, he hadn't even played all season based on with his injury. So Oklahoma, they I mean, that OKC team has a bright, bright, bright future, but I did not think they would make the play in. Um, but they did. They did. And now the Mavericks are out of it. And eh, it's 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 interesting. What are you guys thoughts on just the fact that um, OKC made it and not the Mavericks, man, with with two superstar players, man, that's crazy. You go, Nelson. I'll let you. I got well, I just, I got no, I'll let you go. I mean, I just think that, you know, Oklahoma City is a team. And and true, true, true. and their coach is a really – you want to talk about a good young coach. That's a great young coach, right. in my opinion. What he throws at the Nuggets every time they play is really interesting, how they deal with Jokic. Um, Jokic and the, the way that they, you know – they play hard, inspired basketball every mm-hmm. single time with Lou uh, Dort and some of the other players too. Yeah. So that doesn't surprise me. I think it is. It does come to the fact that when you do bring in new pieces to a new team or to a team in a trade, it can take a while for that to gel, and it yeah. just never happened in Dallas and like you said there were, it just never was meant to happen because as you said both players need the ball so it's actually not a surprise to me in that way um and i think Oklahoma City's only going to skyrocket having said that i would love to see Oklahoma City in the first round personally um because i think that's going to be a tough matchup but the nuggets would prevail and that's if the Nuggets can simply win the first series, our confidence level and their oh, yeah. confidence level oh, yeah. will oh, completely yeah. change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's all I'm hoping for. And so, yeah, that's kind of my take. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I definitely think Dallas, it, it's just been a big disappointment. And it's just kind of shown when – you piggyback and we've seen that even this with the nuggets and Jokic, like there, when you rely too much on that superstar in the sense that you expect that they're going to make magic happen with anything that they're given. And I think that they were kind of expecting that with Luca and granted it was a trade with Kyrie, who's of course also a superstar. I think 
the issue that happened was, yeah, I mean, you already nailed it, so I don't have to go too into it, but just that they didn't mesh and I didn't, I wasn't expecting them to mesh. And so, you know, if we, if we can get the good old James Harden with Luca, I would, I would sure appreciate it. Cause uh, I'm, I'm a big Luca to Denver fan. And, and I think, uh, I think along with that, I, I would say the biggest part of it, of course, he's going to need the ball a lot, but at the same time, Jokic isn't the guy to, to need it. So that's not a problem, but I, I think, with hopefully Malone gone. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just think yeah, that their sure. chemistry and uh, like is just, I mean, chemistry is everything, like, you know, and clearly that's what's failing on the Mavericks and what Luca seems to be craving. And I, of course, Nuggets is because we're Nuggets fans and, and they're, they're close friends too. But I just think at the same time, it's just like, these teams, and you see it in any professional sport, the most successful ones are not the ones that have all the best players. I mean, it can happen, like like the Celtics or or like the Rams winning the Super Bowl. Like that can happen now and then again, but it's really the teams that have this core chemistry that really prevail and I think have the most success, i.e. the Warriors, I would say, is that best example of – I mean, of course, you add Kevin Durant and you're 10 times better, but they were winning championships without him, so – you know, I just think I would love to see Luca in Denver. I think that would be a beautiful trade. I love Jamal Murray, but I mean, if they, if you can get Luca, I mean, I don't, I don't know how you can complain about that. So, granted, him and Jokic neither of them play defense, so that would have they would have to kind of would have to surround them with all defenders. But yeah. but I agree. Um, um, I agree that 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 situation would not be like Luca and Kyrie. It would no. not because. Because no just way. like we, we just like said, Jokic would set Luca up. Because the thing is this, Luca knows that if he passes the ball, he's probably getting it right back. Yeah. Right. So because Jokic want, does not mind doing that, Jokic is an egoless superstar. Right. Mm-hmm. He does what he needs to do for the team to win, and Kyrie's not that way. Kyrie, Kyrie is a lot about self. Right. Like, I mean, that, that's just uh, a, my opinion on him. I don't know if I could be wrong or whatever, but the way that I see it, it's just it just feels more so that way. So Jokic and Luka together, dude, if you surround them with the Calvin Booth archetype players and you get hustle players around them that can really and but you have to get you have to get a, a power four that can block shots. Yeah, yeah. Like you need a you need a shot blocking power four like a Jaron Jackson, like a player yeah. like that. Yeah. Who can really kind of shore up that defense and switch off with Jokic in the paint, things like that? Or but, Kamagate, dude. Yeah, dude. He is. <laughs> I saw. I saw some of his highlights for overseas, man. Bro, he blocked shots like something just out of a uh, just just out of like a a, a story. Someone like, they already got in dude, house. He's insane. He yeah. is insane, man. But uh, we'll see how things flow into next year. Obviously, if that Luca thing happens, that will probably only happen if. The Nuggets do lose pretty early in the playoffs um, because that's when you go into drastic measures mode, right? If they get to like the conference final and they lose like a game seven, more than likely they're going to run it back, right? But I mean, I would personally still don't mind Mike Malone not being there. Just, um, (laughs) but yeah, it's we we'll we'll see how this how this goes, guys. I mean, the playoffs start in what, like I said, a week and a half, and. We will find out over the next couple of days who the opponent will be. It could be the Timberwolves. It could be the Pelicans. It could be the Lakers. It could be the Thunder. It'll be one of those four teams. I mean, truth be told, it could be the Warriors too. 
because they but I think they are winning right now. So more than likely, they're going to lock in that sixth seed. So of those four teams that I mentioned, it'll it'll be one of those teams. And I think the Pelicans just won as well, or at least they're about to win. So they're probably going to lock in that seventh. So listen, man, Timberwolves, Lakers, Thunder. Yep. That's kind of that's kind of the the three that we're we're probably gonna get matched up with one of those those teams. So we, I would I would see. go if my my heart and heart says to go with uh, if we're Nuggets here talking about which team we want to see first, I would go Thunder, mm-hmm. Timberwolves, and then if um, and then the Lakers being the last team, yeah. um, or the Hornets. Yeah. Um, because I think the I've always said the Hornets or oh, the Pelicans was, or the Pelicans with mm-hmm. Zion yeah. are going to be crazy hard to beat. Yeah, um, that just makes that team a different team. So, but yeah, he's uh, not he's not going to play in the play, and they announced that today. Okay, so he's yeah he's still he's going to be reevaluated in two weeks. Now, mind you, the play oh, okay, in so he mean that days. even so round then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I highly then doubt then, that. Yeah, I would still say we could. I think we could handle the um, Pelicans, but I think mm-hmm. that they are a very impressive team with the three players that they have there. As long as we don't have still. to see Jose Alvarado, because I think he's injured. <laughs> but as long as Jose yeah. stays on the bench, I think we'll I be I mean, they right. got – they have. I mean, Murphy's super Dude, impressive. Murphy's We've talked nasty, about him. Yeah. 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 I like him. Yeah. And Valanchunas is tough, and Ingram is tough, and then – Herbert Jones. Um, CJ, <laughs> CJ is very tough. So Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've got a, they've got a good group. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, we'll see. Like I said, guys, we once once we find out, um, which we will find out on Tuesday, right? So we'll we'll have a, a clearer picture as to who the Nuggets will face in that first round. Obviously, while the Nuggets will have home court advantage, so that is definitely something that that we want to see. So, listen, guys. I appreciate everybody being on here tonight. I know we got the the, the crew on, um, and it's always fun when when the three of us are on here just talking hoops. So obviously, I know we're we're about to get we're about to get done here for the night. And I appreciate you guys getting on. I know it's it's late. It's ten o'clock already, um, and I am tired. And I know it's been a long day, Nelson. You mentioned that, and definitely a long week for all of us. So I appreciate y'all. You know, just just giving time on here. So. I'm about to be done tonight. Go Nuggets. That's the way I see it. Any last words before we head out of here, guys? Go Nuggets. Great hanging out with you guys and go Nuggets. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, for everybody listening right now, this is Denver Hoops and Dreams. We will catch you guys on the next episode next week. We'll probably be live on YouTube as well, so stay on the lookout for that. But until next time, peace. Yeah. Peace out.